What is going on, Badger fans? Sound those recruiting cannons. The Badgers landed another commit. Let's talk about it. Let's chop it up on Wisconsin. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Badgers, your daily dose of Wisconsin athletics. Really appreciate everybody tuning in. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings, as always. And without further ado, let's bring in, we got Justin, we got Rajiv. Uh, we'll bring everybody in here to the show. Um, and let's let's sound the cannons, guys, because we have good news to share. I do want to take a quick second before we do that. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Um, and let's get those cannons going. Fire the recruiting cannons. Another one is headed to Madison on Wisconsin. All right, guys. So Vernon, uh, Vernon Woodward, 2024 cornerback, 6'2", 180-ish pounds out of Winter Park, Florida, which is in the Orlando area, committed to the Badgers. I talked previously in the Discord. For everyone that's, that's not in the Discord, you should get in there. I love this kid's film. I think he's underrated. He's crazy physical. He hits like a freight train. I love the pickup. Uh, forget the, the – he's an 86 composite, which is like a mid-three-star <coughs> offers from Mizzou, Maryland, BC. I would call the offer list solid, not great, not spectacular. But I love the the measurables, He and I love the film. Um, I encourage everyone to go out and watch it. I think this is a great pickup for the secondary. Um, gentlemen, whoever wants to go next. I'll dive in on this. It's This is one of Rajiv, Rajiv's boys here. He was a big Woodward fan, too. I, I honestly watched his film after today when I when I heard that he was the commit to give it a second glance. The kid really comes downhill hard. Like, I'm against the run. I cannot remember a corner that we've had that's this big and physical. Um, just he comes up on the run like a safety. So he, there's a lot of positional flexibility with him. I do think that he's capable of potentially sticking at corner. Um, and I think that that's where they have him pegged at this point. He's definitely a corner to them. Um, this is a kid who this last season had, I believe, what was it? 57 tackles, zero throws or zero completions. I was only thrown at twice over the course of the season. So, uh, yeah, he's doing some things right because they throw the football around a little bit in Florida. So if you can lock down guys that well that they're not even looking in your direction, that tells you all you need to know about a, about a guy's coverage skills. Once again, the fickle strikes again with this. I mean, this is great. Like, first of all, yeah, the film downhill, very explosive, hard hitting, not afraid to get into the fray of anything. This guy, I think he's. He's very set up to be a safety. I mean, the, the way he hits, the way he, you know, he's lined up at some safety on some of his film as well. If he comes out to be corner, great. It's another cornerback with a with again that's over six one. Mm-hmm. He's six two. He's got good size, good frame. Clearly, a pattern is developing as to what kind of cornerbacks we're looking for. Whether this, whether he's the cornerback or at safety, he's clearly a solid defensive back prospect. And boy, can this guy hit! I mean, I, I just like I think back to those days of Jim Leonard and the way that he used to hit. When, when he played and I'm just like this guy just he's not afraid of anybody he's not afraid of anything he will tackle anybody and I love that 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 kind of physical nature is exactly what you're going to see come out of Trestle's defense what we saw out of Fickle in Cincinnati it's very hard hitting it's mm-hmm. very explosive it's very quick a lot of speed there too you saw mm-hmm. some of this film has him on special teams and boy he's like the first guy down the field mm-hmm. every time and he's he yep. really can move this kid so yeah really good pickup for for the Badgers and just one more step I mean guys 
this recruiting weekend was fantastic. We had how many people visiting this week? We have a ton more next week too. Like it's just, you know, we're just, we're going to be, we're going to, that those cannons are going to fire daily this week. Just listen oh. for it. I mean, it's going to just be all over the place. Yeah. Love it. Well, one not only, things, oh, oh, go ahead, right? Go I'm ahead. Just say one of the things that I, I really like about this, we, if you, if you talk about Fickle and this staff, one of the very first things that people bring up on the recruiting trail and the development side is defensive backs, right? They, they just have a track record for it. They know what to look for. So when you land a defensive back with this, this coaching staff early in the cycle means, you know, that's a plan a guy for them. Like there's a lot of time to develop this class and they're totally on board with Vernon Woodward. You're a plan a guy come in with this staff that has to make you feel really good. The other thing I would say is, it, this this player is Vernon Woodward. I say this player, Vernon Woodward is rated similarly to a lot of Badger cornerbacks, the Badgers have brought in over the last five to 10 years, right? But he has a frame and a physical athletic attribute set that those corners just didn't have. We recruited a different type. And now we're recruiting bigger physical guys with the coaching staff that we know can develop them. I love it. I, I, I like the film anyway, but I love it in conjunction with this coaching staff. A couple of things. Um, and I agree with you completely on the skill set difference. Um, I think the previous staff went very high on the high floor guys, not necessarily the highest ceiling. I feel like this staff is far more willing to, to go after physical tools that they feel project well to a position and will run with it. Uh, Woodward definitely has those. I think that he does have good speed. I think you get this guy in a, a strength and conditioning program. I think he's going to be, I think he will stick at corner. And I think he's going to be a guy that's a problem at 6'2", probably about 190 pounds, and is going to be able to really get physical with wide receivers. Um, the other part that I'll say is they've obviously believed, really liked this kid because they have a lot of four stars, composite kids coming in over the next couple of weeks here. And when you start your class at the corner position and you know that you potentially are may leave a, a composite four star out there, that tells you something. Now, we may take two to three corners. I think we're only looking at two. So there might be only one more spot for a cornerback here. And if they're going to do that, that really tightens things down. You know, there's going to be a rush for spots. And, and I think there's there's one thing that, you know, we haven't we haven't seen, and I haven't seen, at least in the film, is how his closing speed is. How will he actually function at corner in the Big Ten? So, Justin, you think he's going to stick a corner? I actually think he's going to be more of a safety. Ryan, where do you land on this? Do you think he's actually going to be a corner? I don't know. I mean, just to be perfectly honest, I don't know. I'd have to see more film. I'd like to get his coach on if I could talk to him. We did that with a lot of uh, prospects in last year's cycle. So for everyone listening, we're going to continue that effort to get all these coaches on, break down film with the coaches, which gives you a lot of insight. So I'm not sure. Um, again, it goes back to the Snowden point. If he's really 6'2", a lot of times the listed height, he's listed 6'2", which means he's probably sure. like 6'1". Um, that's still a big corner, so it might functionally be more of a safety, but – and, and it just could looking at a weapon, though, right? It could just right. be a defensive weapon where he's lining up all over the field. Totally. And you know he's going to be a special teams weapon based on the way he hits mm -hmm. and so and the, and the speed that he has. I think that Snowden, you know, although he had he's listed as 6'2, he's obviously a big guy. He the, his film actually looks like he can be a real like a shutdown corner, especially using his height. Woodward, I I feel like boy, his ability to just and look, you got to think safety blitzes, even corner blitzes for that matter. He is going to be a real weapon in the in the backfield mm -hmm. to help our line out a little bit. So yeah, I think he probably projects a safety. But either way, very good, very talented, hard hitting guy downhill, super explosive. Just yeah. I mean, the way that he moves, the way that he sees the field, the way that he can find get through those holes, he doesn't give up on plays. I appreciate all those kind of attributes. And I think that the speed is there. Um, I think you can see it. Like Ryan said, he's the first guy down the field when you watch him on special teams. He he definitely can turn on the Jets when he needs to. 
Um, I think he's a guy that will also get better as he develops into his body. I think there's some pro- there's some projection there with this kid a little bit, but it sounds like Haynes was really high on him as a prospect. And if Haynes is the guy making the offer here, that tells me that he believes that this kid can project out to the corner. Um, who was the guy that they had at Minnesota? St. Juice? Uh, uh, that He was a 6'2 kid, too, that came in from... Uh, like three years ago? Yeah. Um, he, he ended up going yeah. to the NFL, but he was a 6'2", 6'3 kid also. I think he's so, at Nebraska. Yeah, so there's some something to this background of him being able to kind of look at these bigger guys and kind of see some things that he likes with them being able to move. Now, do we want him in the slot? Possibly not. You know, he, I'm not sure how he moves laterally. So, but... I think that he's a guy that I think can play on the outside. I think he'll be a really physical corner. Like I can see this him being a problem with getting into guys and, and bumping. So I think he could be a shutdown guy down the road if he if he develops the way we think he can physically. He reminds me a little bit of a JT Taylor from last year's cycle. Just a, a 6'2 athlete mm-hmm. that you can see in a lot of different spots. Really physical. Um, a couple comments here. I want to definitely not leave out the comment section. Um, let's see. Zach Bart said, Woodward can absolutely lay the lumber. Nice pickup. Logan Couch says, championship, here we come. That's right. There you go, Logan. There you go, Logan. (laughs) Shell says, uh, W's in the chat. Ryan says, your nightly dose. Um, Let's keep going here. Preston Brosner says, big get. Um, Again, asking about his 40 speed. I I looked. uh, Shell said, what's the 40 speed? I Googled it. I looked. I couldn't find any verified times for him. Unless he's gone to a camp where they've actually done electronic testing, a lot of these kids don't have it. You know, I'm sure Haynes saw something. They probably timed him at the camp that he was at. So he probably has a pretty good idea, at least of a really strong hand time. Mm-hmm. But who well, knows? There's there's another component too. And Nathan Hammond, sorry by the way, says haven't seen him, but from the sounds of it, hard nosed defensive back if he likes to put his face in the fan nickel corner where he can be really physical on a mm-hmm. slot receiver potentially. Totally. Um, there's there's a lot of great comments here, and this one I really like too. Christian Gross said they can now be picky about the other DBs they want to sign. That's something Justin mm-hmm. and I we we're both kind of talking about. This is a plan A target, and now they're going to be able to be really picky. So I think we all like this pickup, guys. Um, And there's a lot more to come over the next couple of weeks for sure. We got to take a quick break there. We're going to come back. Justin was notoriously one of the lowest guys on great guard on this show. Not like Rasheed and I, who we both knew there were big things happening this offseason. Do it. Sure you did. Yeah. We did. We were the optimistic ones. And we got to come back and ask Justin about the Daniel Freetag news. Uh, How do you take it? Where is he at on great guard? We're going to get to that next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, a quick break for our friends of the show. Um, and also a quick thank you to everybody tuning in, everybody listening. Uh, once again, really do appreciate all of y'all so, so much. Um, we're going to take a very quick break, if I can find my banner here, for our friends of the show over at FanDuel. FanDuel is our number one sports book, the place we go to for all of our sports betting needs. And if you do it now with the NBA Finals going on, it's a great time to take a fast break over to FanDuel, NBA playoffs. Get your no-sweat first bet up to $2,500 back. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Um, I don't know if you're still in on Jimmy Buckets, if you still think there's some magic there, or if you are in on the Nuggets like Rajiv is. It is a great time to go in there and still put your no-sweat first bet in. Get a easy no-sweat time to bet and get your money back uh, in bonus bets if you don't win. And there's no better place to do it. The app is incredibly easy to use, super secure, and instant payouts. No more messing around with overseas nonsense trying to get paid when you do hit that crazy parlay. FanDuel's got you covered. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And once again, just want to say thank you to everybody tuning in. Everybody that's in the live chat right now, y'all are amazing. 
everybody that is going to watch this on YouTube tomorrow or listen to it on the pod. You guys are amazing. And Rajiv and Justin, as always, you guys are also amazing. Um, let's let's get here. Daniel Freitag, whose name we are now pronouncing correctly, because uh, he corrected. He yeah, I, he's no longer German for me. So that is he literally came there. on the show and corrected us. How's that for a, a pro? Yeah. Uh, I probably could have looked up a pronunciation guide before the show. But obviously committed to the Badgers. We talked a lot about it. Justin, I want to kick it over to you because you've been, at least among the three of us, pretty the easily the lowest on guard. I, I would agree with that. I, I, I will definitely own that. Um, this was a huge get. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I did not think that he was going to close free tag. And I think that I have to give him kudos on this one. I was actually very, very concerned with the possibility that this might string out to July and that there would be offers made that we would not be able to get this taken care of. And I think that there, that we learned a lot from his perspective and some of the, the information that came out after the fact. Um, but you know, the way I look at that at this is this is a this is a big time get for us. This is a type of guy we do not get. We have the last guy point guard type player that we've had with this ability to get to the rim was Devin Harris. Devin Harris. That is the only guy that has had that ability to get to the rim as hmm. as much as him. Okay. Well, what, who, about, who, what about Trayvon Hughes' ability to get to the rim? I, I, mean, I don't think he was able guy. to get. He was he was a little bit more under the rim kind of guy. To not, get to he was, not not dunk he was, the rim. No no no. He was okay. He was he was effectively athletically Jordan Taylor on steroids. He was just he was a better version of that in terms That's of pretty athletics. good though. I, I it's, think it's every, not I bad, think every, but but he was not a guy who could get to the rim at will. Every point right. guard pales in as far, as far as I'm concerned. And I was at Wisconsin when Devin Harris played there. He's right. my all time favorite Badger. Everyone pales in comparison to what he did. Until this guy, I I, yeah. I agree with Justin completely. I think he is by far the best point guard recruit we've had since Devin Harris, hundred percent. And don't. Devin Harris had a, such ability to score in very in, in different ways. I mean, he could take over a game with his one on one play, and that's what I'm looking for from Free Tag is the ability to do that <coughs> takeover. Does it feel like we're being that? That feels a little too high praise for Free Tag for me. And I love Daniel Free Tag. I I don't know if if like Trayvon Hughes is a four star. With he was, really good and he was actually, I think, I think that, okay, but, and we're not slighting him. I mean, he was, Hughes is a great player, mm-hmm. but I think from a scoring standpoint, the way I look at it, and they're different players, like to, to be mm-hmm. quite honest with this, the problem with Wisconsin is it's so hard to really project these guys because Wisconsin doesn't use point guards like most teams use a point guard. They're not a drive and kick team where you statistically can kind of compare guys because you can be a guy at Wisconsin that has 14 points and three assists. And that can be great. Or you can be a guy who scores 12 points and has three assists and you end up being first team all conference. And you look at that and you're like, "Uh, that's in like half the other conferences in the country. You'd look at that and be like, that's normal, like point guard production. What what I would say about the Trayvon Hughes thing, and I, I see your point, Ryan. And I would say we have the we have the ability to look back at Trayvon Hughes' career. Hindsight's twenty twenty, so we can see what he was and how he played. He was fantastic, but he wasn't quite to Devin Harris's level. And I'm not saying that Free Tag is going to be Devin Harris, but I think he has the ability and he has the style of play and the way that he scores to take over games like Devin Harris did. Not to say that Trayvon Hughes couldn't and didn't when he was recruited here, but we, we, we didn't quite see that materialize in the same way that we saw yeah. with Harris. That's why I think that free tech has the ability to reach that level. What I really want to know is 
are you saying are, are we able to i told you so justin are you now coming over oh yeah to I'm, the guard well, okay. did the right thing movement say it so <laughs> see, he, I, here's here's exactly here's exactly what i said to ryan i said this is a massive step in the right direction for him to proving his recruiting chops but um, i said that this is not something that any team can look at and say that somebody's a good recruiter on a one year on a one year one player basis for sure. We we need to we need what we need is we need consistency here, and if he does, because listen, Wisconsin's ability to get, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not begrudging that. My point with Gus and Winter was we've had, we've seen players like that at Wisconsin before. It's can we get above beyond where we normally have been kind of locked in and start getting the players that we don't traditionally get that we can bring into the fold because that's where you start making the leaps. Decker was one of those guys for, for Bo. Like that was not a type of player, <coughs> excuse me, that we would traditionally get. And look what it did. We end up getting there. You know, we've, we've had bigs that we've developed, not normally to Frank's standard, but we've had bigs become good players at Wisconsin, getting those small forwards, shooting guards, fresh or uh, point guards. That's not something that we do a great job with. Um, I, <clears throat> what do you think they store? They'll also be in that list. So, right. So store now, is yes. So and now store, store, store is, is a huge game. Not just yes. We're seeing we're seeing some progress. Yes, we're seeing progress. And, and, and I, I, my my point is, but, is I want to see this continue because like if we like I told I, Ryan and I talked about this offline. I said if he if he locks down Con, like he can say whatever he wants when it comes to recruiting. Like at this point, you've effectively established a roster that I look at and I go, anything beyond this is is like you're just it's overkill like you have the pieces you need to be a elite eight a potential final four team if these guys hit their their ceilings so which i, I think some comments next but i, I do want to say I, I feel like we're sliding winter and yalden recruiting winter. Uh, not at all i just i don't want to just say though well we typically get those guys so i, I don't you still have to get those guys. You do really big recruits, and, and and they are. And and the point and I make is but, with store, but, and you stack those with free tag. This is I, now a I agree. run here. I agree, and it it is. But there's two guys that I want to see for me that that I can say, and and the difference is like then we're basically. I'm not saying I'm not saying okay. We, recruiting class in Badger's history, greatest recruiting class in Badger's history to come around and say because that's if you land. Well, Con, no, I'm saying if if we're gonna legitimately throw him into the he's a good recruiter category. Then he needs. Then that's what the type of recruiting you need to do. Otherwise, it's a a one off class that you can go like it was incredible that he got that class together. But if he doesn't repeat it, then it's hard to continuously stack and build. Ultimately, there are two there are two things I just want to quickly say. One is that like yes, during the end of the basketball season, we talked about our differences and the great grade the guard stuff. But ultimately, we said and all of us said that if he was able to get free tag and end con and finish this recruiting class the way that we want him to then that's the first step. You can't have yeah. multiple steps of the first oh, yeah. step. We had I to agree take with that, that, and he did that. Secondly, don't forget that all those years that Bo Ryan was here, who was one of his top recruiting guys? It was I'm, guard, right? Guard I'm not was denying that, that guy. The, the so we, have, we have to remember that, and we have to, like, ultimately he's done everything we wanted him to do so far. Yes, I agree with you, Justin. He needs to keep going. But there were a lot of people that said at the end of oh, last yeah. year, it was over, and he was done, and he just – Obviously, there was discussions with, with Magintosh. We talked about this on this earlier this week. I mean, clearly, he understands what has to be done, and he's doing it. And yes, it's a first step, but you got to take that yeah. first step before you do anything else. And I'm proud of what he did. Great, great, great get. It's a great get. And I'd also say really quick, and then we do have to take a break, Justin. I know you you want to jump back in on this, and we got a bunch of comments too. We're gonna try to cram it all in. I promise. 
But I also kind of want to – like if someone had said at the beginning, you can, you're going to land free tag or con. I think we all would have been good oh, yeah. with that. And yes, now, yeah, I, I don't he, disagree with that at all. But now you're kind of framing it as he also needs to get con. And no, I don't think he needs to do. He's already, I think, if you land one of those two and pair it with store, that's already a success. Oh, option. it is. It is. I'm, I'm. Hey, I'm being selfish. All right. No, be <laughs> still. I get that. I, I want con too. No, make no mistake about it. <laughs> like, listen, um, out of the out of the two bigger, bigger gets, and I want you to lead it off coming out of the yeah, break. That's fine. Okay. Um, but we do have to take a very quick break for our friends of the show, and we'll just leave everybody up here. Um. And Shell says he has some of the goat icons. I call Gus Yeldon the goat already. Um, I do want to stay a quick break for our friends of the show. And also a very quick thank you for everyone who's tuning in, everyone who's watching this, everyone who makes comments. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Justin Rajiv, as always, thank you guys for jumping in. All right, Justin, um, let's let's continue this conversation here. Sure. Um, I'm going to say this first off, and it, it's this was the bigger get of the two. Because this is the type of player that Greg Gard was not – hasn't been able to get and here's how i view in my in my way of, of establishing con versus free tag free tag is the type of player we haven't been able to get con is a better version of what we've previously proven that we could recruit he's he's like the normal badger recruit on steroids super skilled has enough athleticism to be a problem great shooter does all the little things that you love from a player that's going to be a massive problem in the big 10 and free tag is the type of guy where it's like, you know, when you have that guy where you just need somebody that can do something athletically freaky that to make something happen in a, in a moment, he's that guy. And that's, that's what Wisconsin has lacked for the better part of it. And now we had some of that kind of guys who can make things happen in the, the Decker and, and Frank could do some things that other bigs really struggle to defend him with because of his ability to put the ball on the floor and go by people. But it's not something we've had in a guard, really here, other than Devin. And that's I love. I just want to call David Rupno quick. Uh, David Rupno says, "Longtime listener, first time commenting. Let's go get Con and go to the Final Four. David, thank you so so much for listening for a long time and jumping in the comments, man. Please continue doing it. That's actually what I was going to say because this guy literally is speaking my language right here. See this? Now let's get Con go to the Final Four. I, I believe with believe that- with David. He's on, he's on the same train I am, David. Listen, we're all it. here. We let's get these guys. This is exactly <coughs> what we've been talking about. We get, hey, we, we want an athletic wing. We got an athletic wing. We wanted mm-hmm. free tag. We got free tag. We probably want Con. We're probably going to get Con. So two years from now, three years from now, just think about the possibilities of this lineup. We we, we talked about this earlier this week. We don't need to rehash it, but wow what kind of a possibility can you see now looking a oh, yeah. couple years down the road we'll with connor with all these guys i've Amazing said stuff. if you get con your your ceiling is final four and if you can somehow find a way and i don't know if it'll be kai rogers or somebody like that but if you can get somebody that can be a rim protector now you're now you have a well enough rounded roster that you can look at and be like that's that's title team Hodges? kind of freaky hodges ilver <laughs> Rim protector yeah. size? Yeah. Um, let's get some six, 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 eight guys aren't normally that unless they can really jump in our athletic free. Yeah, neither of those. Uh, Commandant Klink says Rajiv was definitely on the guard train. Ryan, I thought you were hanging on by a thread. Yeah, Rajiv is definitely the most optimistic as per usual for everything, I think. <laughs> but him and I were pretty Listen, close on the guard. Doesn't We were on the guard thing. Sheep. I'm uh, eating crow on this. I will flat out say it. I sure he has are, impressed buddy. me. He's sure impressed. Are, he's been impressive with what he's done. Like I did not expect him to be able to do this, and he's done it. So to to his credit, awesome. Keep this doing can, it. Well, and that's one thing I want to point out too, really quick. And 
we talked because I've talked about this with my Muma takes, right? Like I'm not as high on Muma as everyone else, but I want to be wrong on it because yeah. if Muma's you great, are I'm wrong. Better. I hope I am. <laughs> and Justin, I mean, I agree more with Rajiv on that one. No, than no, you. and that's totally fine. Like I want to be wrong on it because it makes the Badgers better, and I'll never root against the guy anyway, right? It's the same point Justin just made. It's better that Justin's wrong on this because mm-hmm. it means landing For Daniel sure. Freetag. Um, and I like that the fact that our egos, for the most part, aren't big enough where we'd rather be right. <laughs> Badgers are bad, oh, yeah. right? Like we want, yeah. Badgers are number one. And arrogant. Yeah. <clears throat> um, right. This is an interesting point. Someone, and he's not a point guard, but um, we talked about people that can get to the rim. Johnny Davis is in that category. Ryan's saying, please don't say Johnny Davis. I, I mean, I, I think Davis is in that category in terms of being able to get to the rim pretty at will. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, doesn't have, times, doesn't but- have. Didn't have the finesse that I've seen from from Free Tag's, you know, film. Like Free Tag has those finger rolls that he he can stop and pop. He has he's very finesse. His body is very controlled. Sometimes Johnny Davis, while physically just he was it was a freak, but he has he 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 was, didn't have quite the finesse level that I mm-hmm. see out of Free Tag and Harris for that matter. Mitchell Bylock says to me, Free Tag's tape looks more explosive than Trayvon Hughes was, but I watched Hughes earlier in my fandom, so who am I to say that? Um, no, I mean, you're probably right, Mitchell. That's an incredibly valid point. I think at, at times we get victim of the moment, but that doesn't mean you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Free Takes tape is incredible. Uh, it's, it's great. <laughs> uh, Logan Couch says, we are winning a national championship. I don't care what anyone else says. I'm looking at you, Bo Dragon. Where is Bo Dragon? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he's, that I'm happen. sure Bo, Dagen, Bo Dragon. He might make it. He'd have, have, a, he'd have an aneurysm if that happened. <laughs> Oh, uh, he would have to come back on that show if if we oh, do. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. br- we bring him on. It would just be like a dark. It'd be like one of those dark screen with the, like the voice distorter things. It's all blurred out. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Jan Volk says uh, Free Tag has uh, great scoring abilities, but I think his passing skills are really going to show. Uh, he he is an advanced passer. Great vision. Uh, <coughs> he's he's a total point guard. And he's finally going to be able to focus one hundred percent on basketball, which will make a big difference for him. Uh, I wanted to get this comment in here. We're going to finish up here, gentlemen. I want your take on this. This is from the Discord. And again, if you're not in the Discord, and Rajiv, Justin, I mean, if you've seen the other comments you really want to get up here, please let me know. We'll throw them up as well. The last thing I want to do is not get all these great comments up. This is from Pizzle on the Discord. He said, I'm going to jump on the train right now. Mabry Metoyer will be the best quarterback since Russell and will probably set some school records. He's the future. Justin, I know Metoyer is your guy. I'm not quite there with Pizzle yet, but... I'm going to kick it over to you because I know you're very high on Mabry. I am. Uh, I I love his poise watching his film from high school. He's playing in a very, very heavy, talent-rich state. And he's a guy that's just a gamer. Like, you watch him play, and he will just throw his body around and do whatever it takes to do it. Um, Well, really, the thing – and this is – it's so hard because it's all mental with these guys. Once they get to the college level, it's – if it clicks mentally, his physical tools are there for him to – to blow it up absolutely at at wisconsin you finally have a coach that i think can unlock that so i think that he's capable of it he's going to be a problem physical even at physically even at the college level because he's probably going to be 225 230 of really good weight and i think he probably moves well enough and runs well enough that you don't want him getting ahead of steam and running out around the edge because he's a guy with that long stride who's going to pick up 15, 20 yards and run out of bounds, and it's going to be a problem. Um, he's not a guy who's probably going to run for a ton of yards here, but he's a guy who can definitely make plays with his feet, and I think that he throws well enough and has a, a definitely big enough arm. Yeah, I agree. He's a, he's a big 
he's a big quarterback for the program. And I think the pocket presence is something that I've noticed from him a lot that I really like. And, and I, if, if he can maintain that. Seems very controlled. Know, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's a guy that, that if, as long as he can remain calm and, and, and as if his game translates as well as we expect it to to the Big Ten, he absolutely could be a top quarterback in the Big Ten, top quarterback nationally. I mean, the guy looks like Trevor Lawrence. Might as well just mm-hmm. make him Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's got that ability. That pocket presence is really important for him. And boy, does he have a cannon for an arm. Really nice to see. Yeah. Well, it's 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 just great. I mean, how I, I can't remember a time we've talked about yeah. Badger quarterback recruits, wide receiver recruits. Like, look at this. We're we're just a and, regular offensive juggernaut, guys. And on a show with a are. top ten point guard commitment, I mean, right? Like, what planet is this right now? I, it, Two questions, two two points, really quick, gentlemen. With the Pizzles comment about the best quarterback since Russell Wilson. First of all, holy low bar, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that means I, that, would, Wait, that would factor in Tanner Mordecai, Braden Locke, and this current group. But like, <laughs> let's be real. I think Rajiv could probably be the best quarterback since Russell Wilson if he enrolled. <laughs> um, so let's just be super clear on this. Uh, the other thing I would say is. And I hate that I've become like the pessimistic guy lately. It worries me a little bit, though, that we haven't seen some of the big, big schools get after Matt Toyer. He's at a, a, a Texas school with a ton of visibility um, with real physical tools like Justin talked about. He can run. He's got the height. He's got a great arm. And yet we haven't seen the the real blue bloods get after him a whole lot, which worries me a little bit. And it also worries me a little bit that he's gone to camps and his rating has dropped since those camps. And we had John Garcia on. It's a feel thing, and he hasn't been in as impressive in person as people thought he would be. And that's where people have seen him. First point I'll make is his rating actually dropped before he got to the last camp. So it hasn't mm-hmm. changed since then. Um, what I will say is that, yeah, there's there might be a little bit of that. And that's that to me, that's fine. I, I trust Phil Longo. If Phil yeah. Longo is high on a kid and – thinks that they're capable of playing in his system, I trust him because he has shown a pretty darn consistent record of finding guys that he knows can play his his offense. That's a great um, point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's an excellent mm-hmm. point right there. Um, all right, gentlemen, we're going to wrap it up there. Listen, there's going to be a ton more stuff coming up the next week or two. Oh, and if you're if, for all the everydayers, if you're listening to this show, Logan Couch, by the way, says maybe he's going to light the <laughs> Uh, Preston Brosner says, hopefully lead Wisconsin to a natty. Um, yeah, like, I'm all about it. If that's the case, I'm all about it. Um, <laughs> coming up later this week, Justin and Rajiv will be on a show. We're bringing the great Dylan Graff on. We're going to have an awesome basketball okay. show. <laughs> You're gonna, you guys are going to love this. We're going to do an all-time draft. We're going to just – it's going to be great. Plus, coming up, we'll have Brian Smith on this week. Um, a lot of great content coming up, as always. So, continue watching Locked on Badgers. Um, thanks, as always, Justin Rajiv. Any last words? Any last comments? I mean, all I would say is we we had a great day this weekend, but we got some more guys that, that visited this weekend that we're really hoping we're going to pull in, maybe some offensive linemen, maybe some other people. So a lot. I'm, I'm hoping that the cannons sound all week yeah. in Madison. I'm hoping to see the bat signal on Twitter all week in Madison. And by the way, oh, we've got just another 12 to 15 guys coming next Friday. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're doing everything right Let's keep going in the right direction and let's, what are we, 90, 80 some days to football season? Here we go, guys. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Three months. All right. Let's do this. Wisconsin, and we'll talk later.